a stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to Utah's Morning News with Tim Hughes and Amanda Dixon on KSL News Radio, 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Good morning, KSL News Time is 6:30. Tim has the day off. KSL's top story this hour is a developing one. Fire investigators this morning will try to find out what led to a house explosion in Cache County. One person is dead and two others are in critical condition. KSL News Radio's Hugo Ricard Bell joins us live from the scene. Hugo? Amanda, dawn is upon us, so I'm able to see a little bit more of the scene, and I can tell you right now, it looks like something out of a movie. There's debris everywhere that's now been somewhat stacked in piles, obviously last night, uh, by the team that showed up. Uh, A neighbour told reporters off record as well that he heard the blast and, and then cries for help inside. One of the individuals retrieved from the scene was actually found some feet away from the blast site as well, uh, which just sort of, I guess, demonstrates the the magnitude of of what actually happened. The investigation into what caused this is yet to continue, but sheriffs are showing up as I speak. One just went past now. Uh, What we do know, though, is they are looking into a suspected gas leak. I asked the officer on the scene um, just this morning, what is this community like? And he told me, what you see is simply what you get. It's a small, isolated community. This house is on a small, isolated rural road. Everyone knows everyone here. And after last night, it's quite clear that it won't be quite the same for some time. Reporting live from the scene, I'm Hugh Ericard Bell for KSL News Radio. One man died and another was injured yesterday in an avalanche in Summit County. KSL News Radio's Dan Baumis reports this was the first avalanche fatality in Utah this year. This happened in a backcountry area of Weber Canyon near the town of Oakley. KSL-TV reports Summit County authorities responded with their emergency medical team as well as medical helicopters. The man who survived the avalanche was taken to a hospital where he's expected to recover. The Utah Avalanche Center says there's been a total of 490 avalanches across the state so far this year. Dan Bomas, KSL News Radio. The heavy snow in Cache County has led to multiple roof collapses. KSL News Radio's Mark Jackson. Multiple roof collapses have happened due to the enormous amount of snow that is piled up there, including in Hiram, where a roof on a trailer was found sagging three inches due to large piles of snow. Nearby resident Jose Orozco says his dad's been up on the roof of their trailer, shoveling lots of snow despite just reconfiguring that roof so such pileups wouldn't occur. We've gone up on the roof before, but um, recently, this past year, we... Uh, built it like a v-shape so that way the snow when it melted it just come off instead but we still had to get up there here and there just to take it off and the roof over the pool at the wellsville recovery center also collapsed 30 individuals were evacuated safely from the injury wellsville still has about five feet of snow on the ground mark jackson ksl news radio in the town of brighton it isn't roofs collapsing from the snow but snow sliding off of those roofs that's causing problems ksl tv's matt rascone weird things start happening
happen when you get this much snow. Winter storms and freezing temperatures have kept the snow piling up this year. Dan Knoop is the mayor of Brighton, the owner of Silver Fork Lodge, and a snowplow driver. He got a call to clear a road after a roof avalanche. A warmer storm is expected to bring rain above 8,000 feet this weekend, and avalanche forecasters warn roof avalanches will be a significant hazard. A spokesperson for the Avalanche Center says snow sliding off a roof could potentially bury a person. A portion of roadway in American Fork Canyon is closed today while crews do avalanche-controlled work. State Route 144, which connects drivers on the Alpine Loop to Tibble Fork Reservoir, is not scheduled to reopen until early Saturday morning. Water projects around the state are getting a hand up from the state legislature. $50 million in funding is going to spruce up outdated aqueducts that are vulnerable to earthquake damage. The Desert News reports these aqueducts in Davis, Salt Lake, and Utah counties serve more than 2 million residents. Lawmakers also gave millions of dollars to boost cloud seeding technology, which had a pretty modest budget before this investment. Southern Utah is also getting millions of dollars in loans for water reusing projects. KS on News Radio's Kate Davis reporting. First look traffic. Back to you, Andy. Amanda, so far no crashes affecting any drivers on I-15 or on the city streets. Uh, at this point, pretty light traffic everywhere. The wind has been the big issue. Uh, several different people uh, texted in about uh, how it's uh, they're feeling it as they drive, both on I-15 and on I-80. Uh, and Really, the only slowish spots now. Looks like the storm has eased up in uh, Pro- or, uh, Parley's Canyon, so road conditions are improving there. I'm Andy Farnsworth in the KSL Traffic Center. The latest jobs report for February has just been released. Joining us live on the KSL Newsline is Zions Bank Senior Economist Robert Spenlove. What do you see there, Robert? Well, what we see is that the economy continues to be growing really strongly uh, at, at 311,000. That's higher than we were expecting uh, and is down from January, but still a very strong jobs report. 311,000 new jobs in February. Where does that put us for the unemployment rate? The unemployment rate went up a little bit. Uh, so last month it was 3.4%. It went up to 3.6%. So we see a little bit of softening there, uh, but it's still very low. How do you think the Fed will interpret this report? You know, the, the, the Fed has been very concerned. Jerome Powell uh, testified before Congress this week, and he said they're going to be very uh, data dependent. They're watching this data. They're watching the uh, inflation data that will be coming out next week. Uh, one of the big numbers that they're watching is the wage growth data. Uh, Last month it was 4.4 and it heated up to 4.6% wage growth. So we're continuing to see that inflation pressure and that's gonna pressure the the Fed to continue raising rates. As you look at this jobs report, is there good news here too? Good news that the economy looks strong, but bad news that it might lead to more uh, rate increases. Yeah, we're in this bizarro world where bad news is good news and good news is bad news. Uh, this number is still too strong. It's going to continue to keep the pressure on the Fed. And so in that sense, uh, unfortunately, it's another sign that the economy continues uh, to grow too strongly for the Fed's comfort. Is that based, do you think, on, on consumer spending or some other issue? You know, what it really is, it, we have this dramatic labor shortage. We got the latest report of job openings, and it, it's very elevated. There are 1.9 jobs for every person who's unemployed. And so we just can't get enough people in the labor market to kind of slow down uh, this uh, uh, this pressure. If we could get those people back in and back working, then, then the economy could normalize. But we've got this continued pressure 
from this very low unemployment and from this lack of labor in the labor mm. market. Fascinating, Robert. Thank you, as always. Zions Bank senior economist Robert Spenlove on these new numbers. 311,000 jobs added in the month of February. It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.